going on peeps this is your host john the syrian kid whose diaries you love and enjoy every single night pretty much uh today i am i started to notice something that is really interesting that's happening i have been slowly progressively becoming more and more comfortable at the hospital so i've been doing clinical rotations for almost a year now it's been like 11 months um I have one more month to go and up until this point every time I was at the hospital and I had to to present in front of doctors which we do every single day sometimes most of the time more than once a day and this presentation if I can just paint you a picture it's about a 10 at the shortest it's a, a couple minute presentation oral presentation in front of the entire team um at the maximum could be like half an hour which sounds crazy but it could be during this presentation you are asked to collect information about your patient you are asked to memorize all the information about your patient to some extent and you can you know you can you can do some flexing here you can memorize a lot and and look like a superstar without any notes or you can use you know a paper pad you know if you're just you need a little 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 help or you can use your laptop if you need like a lot of help um, and depending on the day you might choose one of these three strategies um, but over the course of the year you actually start to use your laptop and notes less and less you still use notes to some extent I rarely present without any notes um, but I, I, I bet you some people do I know I'm really bad at all this everything uh, by the way everything that I say I'm really, I'm usually really bad at it. So just keep that in mind. Um, so you're presenting in front of this entire team and you have to know everything about your patient because not only do you need to know the specifics, the facts of, okay, the insulin was this here and the glucose was there. And then, you know, on, on this time, on this day, the glucose was this much because we changed the insulin, whatever. You need to know the actual numbers. We also need to know why, what is the relationship between the glucose and insulin? And I'm using a very specific, very elementary example of what I mean. Because in a lot of cases, you're asked to know things about the interaction between this new drug for like heart failure and the kidneys if the creatinine was at this level. Like it's, it's a multiple level question that you need to know all the background physiology behind it, all the facts, and then be able to synthesize inf new information about it. And a lot of times the, the decisions you'll be making, I mean, in, in, in most situations, in a lot of situations, there's research to support whatever decision you're going to make. In a lot of cases, you can look up your specific, your patient's specific like medical background and as like context and, and then within it, what is the, what is the, the question that you're actually trying to ask? If you can start heparin, whatever, or anticoagulation or blood thinners on a patient with this specific background, you can find an answer online in a lot of situations. Now, the fun happens when you have a patient situation with a lot of different um, comorbidities, a lot of illnesses, and at a specific, you know, severity for each of these illnesses. They're interacting, you know, very uh, in, a, in, a unique, in a unique scenario. Um, and then and then you need, you know, a specific clinical question that you need answered. You go online and you can't find any research. No one has faced a, a situation like you're facing 
or someone has and they didn't write about it. So now you do, you have no data on the decision you're trying to make. You can't you can't use that to, to your advantage. Then you really do have to have sharpened your brain to some extent, not only to be able to understand the physiology that you need to answer the question, but you also need it so that you can know how to communicate with the rest of your team with the rest of your team effectively so that maybe if you don't know the answer yourself, someone else will know it and only you can figure that out if you can speak to them. Um, so it's a it's an interesting scenario I would say um, and only now after one year of medical school am I able to I think not be very um, shy and reserved and st- like kind of apologetic with every single sentence that I say or do um, uh, and now I'm I feel like I'm slowly becoming I'm, I'm, I'm getting better at knowing that I'm going to make mistakes, like I'm not going to be, you know, 100% about, right about everything, I'm going to forget some key details, that, and details that, you know, if my resident doesn't bring them up, it will alter the patient care. So, like, the mistakes I make will be significant, but that's why we do what I, we do in a team, so that when I make a mistake, someone else will catch it. If it's not my intern, it's not my second or third year resident, it's the attending. Um, and those people are usually so well trained and have been through so many situations like like I'm going through. They like they, they know how to pick up on these things, um, which is which is really fascinating to me because those people are not that far away from me. It you know, it could be two years, could be three. Um, and to think that if I continue down this path, I'll know as much as they do, and I'll be able to apply it as much as they can apply it, is mind-boggling to me. Um, so yeah, and I didn't even finish talking about how scary the oral presentations are. Like you sit there in front of the whole team, and it can go on for like half an hour, and they're asking you all these questions about the patient, these questions about not the patient, about like different pa- about different scenarios. Um, they could really it, it's very it's very it's very variable between like different teams um so which which as another layer it's not like it's hard and you can predict how hard it's going to be every single day some days it's like so easy you just go in and you tell them nothing happened overnight and we're not going to change anything for today that's it that's all you have to say um in some other scenarios like you will have to talk about the story for why the patient got there um all their relevant past medical history and stuff and then the medications, what changes you want to make to, to the medications, and then um, your physical exam, and then lab findings and images, and um, interpret everything correctly, and then talk about an assessment and plan where you dissect all the patient's problems, and then synthesize them to get together into like big clusters, and then how, what's your plan for diagnosing, then what's your plan for treating, um, and then what are you thinking about for when they're going to go home? Can they go home or to rehab? Do they need physical therapy, occupational therapy, like social work? Like literally, it's endless. The amount of things you need to know is literally endless. You could go on forever. Um, and that's also not to talk about how, you know, and within the hospital, there's, this, there's a system, a culture that you also need to work, learn how to operate within, uh, which changes from every hospital to hospital. So, fascinating stuff. I'll stop here. I don't want to bore you anymore, but I just want to say it's 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 something very difficult and very complex. And I think over the past this, this year, I never thought I would become even slightly a little bit comfortable with uh, with presenting and doing all of that, but now here, here I am, and I feel like I'm comfortable making mistakes. I know I'm gonna make mistakes, and I, I, I can still put in my hundred percent effort regardless of all the mistakes that I'm gonna make. So, alrighty, I'm stop here. Good night, y'all. I love you. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I'll catch you all tomorrow, and until then, just keep grinding.